All right, praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks, and today we are going to be continuing the messages, the greatest crisis in this world, the greatest crisis in this world. Now, as we've been building to give you a clear understanding of what a crisis is and that as the world has been moving forward, there has been a multitude and a plethora of crises that have been birthed into this world that we have to navigate and move in a fashion that as the sons of God that we are not stifled or hindered by what we see, by what we hear, by what we taste, and by what we smell, and by what we touch. We have to be sold in a mold as if we are already been, been raptured up out of this world. Now, you are experiencing as you watch the news, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of these networks, all of these uh, uh, sites, the news, NBC, CBS, whatever, all these different stations and internet air, all this airspace. Today, you're going to be bombarded with a bunch of crises from every walk of life of every shape and size. But, all at the same time in this whole matrix, the Lord Jesus Christ has implemented and put into place another powerful, magnificent type of crisis. A crisis. Not the C-R-I-S-I-S, but the C-H-R-I-S-T apostrophe S. God has manifested and birthed into his own world he that will have the power to not only forgive the sins, cover the sins with his blood, pay for the sins in his blood, die for everyone's sins, go to hell on the third day before his body could see corruption, will be raised for your justification. Now, for you to be out of the crisis of the world, all you have to do now is accept 
Just accept the powerful work of the fulfillment of all the Old Testament scriptures, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior and the Redeemer of this world. I want you to see something and I want you to hear something because I'm sure that you have not been here. You have not read, you may have read it, but you have not read it and studied it of the power of Christ in the world becoming the second Adam, redeeming man and woman back to himself to make again the last Adam and redeeming the woman not through one woman but through many women who will be birthed into the church now this is a crisis this is a crisis it is more men more men faithfully loyally truthfully walking in the spirit under the anointing and the born again power of God then these females you see these these the crisis with the females you think because you are a first off because you're you are a female that that gives you some kind of cop blush and some kind of entree into the presence of God and it doesn't and it doesn't because you all are in a crisis because you have said you've called God a liar and you've told God no I'm not submitting to a man for the head of the woman is a man you have told God I don't care what you say no man is going to be my head that's a crisis that's a big crisis and the women are portraying because they are female and because they got breasts, a big booty, a butt, a donkey, uh, and lips and breasts, that those things are the things that solidifies you, that you are in the presence of God every day. You're walking with God every day. You're talking with God every day. No, the devil is a demon liar. He's a demonic liar. That's the biggest lie. You women are being deceived. You're being deceived. First thing y'all got to go back to is your crisis is in Genesis chapter number three, that curse he put on that woman. That's a crisis. He said, you, you, your, your, your desire shall be to your husband. That's the first one. And uh, that's the third one. And he shall rule over thee. Now this is just a straight punishment for partaking of the of the tree of the knowledge of knowing good and evil. This the curse he put on the woman. Yeah, this is a crisis. Because as if these men don't preach that the man is the head of the woman, 
and that the woman came from man, not the man from the woman, and that the woman's purpose in this earth is to be a builder and a help me in the name of God for her husband, her man, the, the man she's courting, not the men she's courting, not one, two, three, four, five men. This is a crisis. And don't ever think that you want me to prove anything what I'm saying. When I say there is a crisis, that there are more saved men, single saved, or even men just, just saved with wives, then there are females. Because y'all done went buck wild. You don't want any accountability. You do not want to be married. You want to be men. You are not subject to your own husband. Or the man you courting. In everything. You've rejected Ephesians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. You about them rejected, rejected half the New Testament. In lieu of, I got this immaculate body, and this is how you go out and profit. And then you're going to go off and you're going to, all the black women, you're going to go off and you're going to marry Japheth as if that's supposed to make it better. You got a plethora of black women running to marry white men but y'all ain't never dismantled the Ku Klux Klan I'm talking about from the grandfather from the grandfather from the grandfather to the father to the sons and the wives and the daughters that's just one major crisis in the world dismantling of the Ku Klux Klan and you women you women, black women, who have helped tear these black men apart, mentally, physically, and definitely spiritually, have pulled them away from God. And y'all in some delusion that God is with you? Why? How? Why? Because you, you cute? Because you got a body? No, no. No, you're deceived. You're in a strong delusion. You're under the spirit of deception. Y'all have fallen away. You are backslidden and you've gone backwards. Because you cannot say you are a part of what I'm about to read. Because y'all definitely have stepped over this just like you've stepped over many other scriptures and texts. Like Jesus chose the 12 disciples. One of the disciples was a black man. Y'all have chosen to not mention that in lieu of saying that God don't deal with race. You're a demon's liar. Ham, Sham, and Japheth. 
is where you get all your nationality and races of people in the earth. He chose Shem to be the Shemitic race of people that will bring forth the Jewish people, the Hebrews, which will come the Christ. Ham is your Hermetics. And Christ, God, in Scripture, makes distinctions about race and these boys and their chosen place in the earth called by God. Japheth. He's judging the world for sin. Everybody came out of those three boys. He's judging those three boys for their sins as a nation. When will he be judging Sham? Daniel's 70th week. Those last seven years after the rapture. That's, that's Sham's judgment. When will he be judging Japheth uh, as a nation of people and for their sins? And the crisis that they brought into the earth. That's Armageddon. That's Armageddon. When will he win and when did he or when will he ch ch judge Ham and a Hamitic race of people for their sins as a nation and free them up? That took place at the cross. So that means that the Hamitic race of people have a different place in God, for God. For God's sake, for his name's sake, for his body's sake to do a work in the earth. Outside of Sham. Sham, most of the Shemitic race of people are your Jews. They were in a strong delusion. This is before Christ. And the scriptures prophesy that he's going to put them in a blindness and a dumbness and an anguish that they cannot see or hear the Christ when he comes and they had the scriptures right in their hands. That became their crisis. So that he could engraft another group of people, which is the Gentile people. Now, anybody, Orthodox Jews, Ham's people, and Caucasian and Japhetic people, everybody can be saved. But the predominant group of people that's bringing the word of God to the world, which is Sham, they're in a strong delusion, and Japheth, these are your Caucasians. Look at what they're doing. They stole in America. They're they're dividing and monopolizing, and and, and uh, tricking with every kind of dividend, money, finances right now as we speak. So the predominant race of people that's our preaching are your Hamitic race of people. Period. Go study it. Go look up. Go look it up. Whether you want to believe it or not. I don't care who you are. Believe this. That God has great men of God that are not in a building. That do not have a brick building and have decided and have the revelation that that building is not the church. Y'all are the church. That's how you can become crisis in the earth during these crises. Watch this. Watch this. 
Now, I know I'm going to have to go through two, a part five, six, and seven, and eight, because this is an extensive set of reading that I know that you all have not embarked upon these texts. Watch this. In 1 Corinthians chapter number one, verse 30, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. But of him are ye, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. He has made unto us the mind of God, the wisdom of God, and the righteousness, the hilasterion, the true Lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the world. He has made us righteousness. And there's none righteous, no, not run, no, not one. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. And except your righteousness, which you have none, shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, which they, which they have none, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. You can't enter it, you can't hear it, and you can't see it until you become a part of Christ. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification. Sanctification, we have been sanctified. We have been set apart. We have been covered in the blood. You've been sanctified. You set for a purpose. And the redemption. Notice, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption are all bloody words. That there's something have to do with blood. That according to as it is written, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. He that glory, let him glory in the Lord. Now that you become Christ's, you have the wisdom, you have the righteousness, you have the sanctification, and you have the redemption. But as the scriptures have said, he that glory, glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Glory in the Lord. Watch this. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Now he, he just said, don't, you can't take the glory. You can't take the glory of God. That means God got to be in you so that which God ordained before the world unto our glory. When he say unto our glory, he's talking about the glory of God that's going to be manifested in you. 
God's going to glorify his name in you. Therefore, that's why this mystery, the God in the mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Unto our glory. You can't let nobody glorify you because you speak in the glorified word of God. God's word is glorious. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. The greatest crisis in the world. Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter number 4. Let a man so account of us. Let a man so account of us. Look at the charge and take into account everything that you see here going on in the body. Now, we got to go back to chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians and watch this. Verse 18, let no man deceive himself. If any man amongst you seem to be wise, seemeth to be wise in this world let him become a fool that he may be wise for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God that's why he said for he have chosen the foolishness of preaching to confound the wise for it is written he taketh the wise in their own craftiness because the wise have said in their heart that the preaching of the gospel is foolishness and God in his wisdom he said I've chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise that they may be taken in their own craftiness watch this and again the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain. He talking about those that are in this world in these crises. He says, "I know your thoughts, and that they are vain." Watch this. That therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. See, you don't have to glorify me. You don't have to glorify somebody in the things that they have. You don't have to glorify nobody because God already gave God already gave it to you. Why we glorifying you and we already know that God gave it to you already. All things are yours. Watch this. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. And ye are Christ's. And Christ is God's. Do y'all hear this? And ye are Christ's. 
1 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse 23. And ye are Christ's. And Christ is God's. The greatest crisis in this world. Therefore, no man glory in men. For all things are yours. This is only in Christ. That's how y'all say, how are you going to get your money in if you say and you move the tithe, Christ is all the tithe, then how you gonna how you gonna get your money? You let a man so account of us as of as of the ministry of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. This is so heavy. This is, this is, this is too heavy. I have planted Apollos watering, but it's God that giveth the increase. So then, neither is he that planteth anything So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth anything, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man receiveth his own rewards according to his own labor. We are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. Not your building up at the, at the up on your street in your city. God is our building. The greatest, this is the greatest crisis that has taken place in this demonic world. This God's house. And we're going somewhere in God. We're not stagnated. We're not stifled. We're not standing still. We're in the continuum. We're going through. We're going through so fast till we get caught up in the rapture. Yes. We're moving at such an accelerated rate in the spirit that we're going to get caught up in a rapture. Then... Judgment number three, Daniel's 70th week, and the multitude of things must happen and the multitude of scriptures must be fulfilled. I mean, until this thing is over. I'm talking about until we, we 
we get up to the new heaven and new earth. And when God came down, the heaven and earth fled from before his face and caught on fire. You know, they keep saying this earth going to be burnt, going to be consumed with fire. Yeah, it's going to be consumed with fire because it saw the face of God. 